and be like, I see, I see what you're trying to do. Uh, let me let me give you this bit of advice and da 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 da. And those are the ones that that you know are, are God's, you know. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the 91st edition of Black Wall Street Today. Oh, we're approaching 100. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency, Apex Financial Group of Virginia, and the COO team. Very excited to present the fifth installment on our Best in Black Business series. We're focused on really highlighting black-owned businesses and providing this platform as a means of exposure and recognition. Um, with that in mind, I do want to, of course, try your attention to the Black Bread app. It is available as a free download on Apple as well as Android platforms. Uh, we are adding new businesses daily. A very special thank you to the local municipalities who are uh, supporting their businesses and providing additions to the app on a weekly basis. I also um, just want to bring your attention to an additional resource if you are a business owner or perhaps an aspiring business owner. Uh, our business news and resource group, which is located on Facebook, does get frequent updates on funding opportunities. Um, so uh, if there are you know, particular needs as it relates to COVID, etc., um, again, the Black Brand Business News and a resource group is something that you can search on Facebook and we encourage you to join. Our first guest today is none other than Ms. Verlaine Quinney. I'm so excited. It feels like this has been a long time coming. Verlaine earned her Bachelor of Arts in Psychology from Hampton University and her Master of Public Administration from Old Dominion University. She is the founder and CEO of the Connect 757, the premier social networking organization for Hampton Roads Black Young Professionals. In just over two years, she's been able to develop a membership-based network that allows young professionals to grow personally and professionally while having fun and stepping outside of their comfort zones throughout the 757. She is super passionate about giving back, guiding others to reach their goals and their full potential, and most importantly, ensuring members are enjoying the process along the way. Welcome, Verlaine. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome as well. Well, first, congrats on two years, right? Business is crazy. <laughs> you survived. You made it over the hump. I'm so excited. What you're doing is, as you know, much needed, and our community is very grateful for the role that you play in serving young professionals. Let me ask you this question to get, our, to get us started. How is it that your organization defines young professionals, and who typically takes an interest in your group? Yeah, so our members, I would say, are in the age range of maybe 25 to, I would say, 42. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of the base. Uh, most of them are in the mid-30s, but I would say we get a few people that are recently graduating from college that may still be in the area that, you know, are looking to connect after they graduate, you know, looking for different opportunities. But then we have, since we have so many different um, I guess platforms within the Connect 757, it brings out different people. Yeah. So some workshops about older people or more seasoned 
people. Um, yeah. Our book club definitely has a variety of uh, generations as well, so that we can also have different perspectives when we're discussing our monthly book. But I would say most of our members are probably in the mid-30s. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to ask you about some events that you have coming up, but I would if you would just talk a little bit about some of the fun things that you've done over the last two years. I know you've done, like, cabin trip and, I mean, just all kinds of cool things. Just share a little bit about what kinds of events your members look forward to. Yeah, so we have a variety of social networking events because the the thought is um, we'll come together, have a shared experience, and bond that way and build a relationship around that. And so we during the summer we have our outdoor adventure series, but obviously because of COVID, we're not (laughs) doing much of that. But we did do um, paddleboarding, we went hiking, we went zip lining over the last two years. Outside of that, we would do kickball um, over the summer when it is not hot out. We're yeah. doing melon brunch. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just echoing. I was just saying, yeah, go ahead. Melon and brunch. And so melon and brunch uh, started from IUPS just wanting to go to brunch. So with that, uh, we will either support black businesses, restaurants, and go, or we will just go to a brunch all together as a group of melanin people. So that's what melanin brunch is about. Having a good time, trying new food, trying new restaurants, supporting the 757 for that. Um, We have a monthly book club, so we have a variety of genres, but we only support black and brown authors for a book club. Um, We've hosted game nights, we've hosted a day party, we've hosted other brunches, we hosted um, things around the holidays, so we have a Christmas um, event. Typically, we will do, uh, we did our first Friendsgiving, where that was vision board and Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving type of vibe. So that was a good time. So always trying to think outside the box, seeing what different things we can do, come together, have fun with, um, explore different parts of Hampton Road. So we gone to the green and had lunch and then, you know, walked around downtown Norfolk together and checked out the different spots that were opening. So we just come together, millennials, um, and exploring Hampton Roads and building relationships around that. Aw, so cool. I want to ask you this, too. It wasn't on my script, but I have to ask you this because it's something that I just find that you are uh, really, really good at doing, and that is the power of partnerships. What has that meant for your organization, being able to connect with other organizations and individuals to bring in, um, you know, more robust content? Yeah, I think, so I love collaborating with other uh, businesses, whether it be a brick and mortar small business in the area, or if it's you know, a, a member within the Connect, they have a business and they want to partner and do something. So we actually, I've actually partnered with several different <laughs> small businesses because it's important. It's important that we have the opportunity to shine a light on each other, what other, uh, I guess, skills and resources other people bring to the table that, you know, we can provide a good experience for everybody. Um, one person that um, I've done several events with, with the Melanin Messages, and we've done different speed dating. We've done other panels together. And so she's branched off and, you know, she's been able to do a podcast. We've done a lot of awesome things together. And um, just so proud to kind of see that evolution as well. Dynamic Dialogue, we partnered with uh, Southern East and Downtown Norfolk. And, we, you know, we had our, our um, 
dynamic dialogue series, I want to say all last year, for um, the, the community to come out. So having those partnerships means a lot. We checked on each other throughout the pandemic. Um, and I feel like it, it helps the community when you have those type of partnerships so that when other opportunities come up, you can refer them for them. You can tell them if a grant is coming up that's related to something that they're doing. Um, if, you know, somebody else is looking to host an event somewhere else, oh, I already worked with this business. Why don't you try try and, you know, book with them? Those are the type of things that, that happen over a, a long period of time. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's really the reason why I wanted to um, to highlight that. Oftentimes we get into business and we feel like we either, you know, have to go it alone or <laughs> have no other choice, right? Um, right. But I think what you're doing and, and what you've been doing with the Connect 757 just demonstrates that, um, you know, it's far better to collaborate than to go it alone. And it is possible, you know. Um, yeah. And I, think- I like our community. I feel like community leaders are, are willing to connect, you know, to the extent that we kind of reach out and, and avail ourselves. So thanks for your leadership in that area. What were you going to say? Thank you. I would say that is the base of the organization and the social networking piece is so that you can build your network and build those relationships so that you can refer people for different opportunities that, you know, when you're going to at least my networking events, I don't want people just to pass out business cards. You can bring them, but the goal is to actually build a relationship with them long term. So, you know, I shared that in the group, I think, last week is that, you know, as the networking that relationship that, you know, quote unquote, won't pay off um, until maybe a year, two, three, four, five years later. You never know. But your end goal is to build an actual lasting, mutually beneficial relationship with that person, not just seeing, you know, how they can help you in that very moment. Mm-hmm. It, it, it actually comes to mind. And so, you know, a year later when a job opportunity comes up or, you know, something comes up. Yeah, for sure. So talk a little bit about what you have coming up. Uh, I know you've got an event this week or next week that we may be interested in. Yeah, so this weekend we have our book club. We're going over Michael Todd's relationship goals. And then next week we will be doing um, Better Business, Cracking Your Brand Story. And we partnered with The Row to actually put on this workshop. This will be a thing online and it is like I mentioned it's crafting your brand story so we'll be covering a couple different topics um, how to design digital marketing materials securing strategic business opportunities making sure that you know what a business mindset is and shifting to that mindset working with and building your team and if necessary how do you go about finding investors to boost your company if that's something or avenue that you would want to go about so I'm really excited about that um, even this collaboration came from networking. So um, yeah. somebody um, I actually met through work and through another friend, Rashad Harris. He um, introduced me to Kelsey, and Kelsey is founder of The Row. And so we've been working for a couple months trying to figure out exactly how we want to work together, what exactly do our members need from us. Mm-hmm. And she's phenomenal. She she has such an extensive background in what she does, and I'm excited for us to put this workshop on. And it's free. I will say that. So people can register on Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
thisconnect757.eventbrite.com. Okay, theconnect757.eventbrite.com. I'll make sure I highlight that later, theconnect757. Okay. Perfect. And please share that in the Black Brand Business Resource um, group as well. That, that event, I think, is phenomenal. So, of course, I'm excited that Black Brand recently partnered with the Connect 757 to produce and facilitate the first virtual Black Business Showcase. What an awesome collaboration that was. And I'm um, definitely looking forward to the second installment on that series. Almost 6,000 views on social media um, for the event that we did this weekend. Wow, Verlaine. No, it was amazing. Going back and like reviewing the um, comments, everybody was so excited um, to to find out about the variety of businesses. Because you know we had people from all different industries um, just doing so much. So it was great to see the feedback and excitement from the community about it. Yeah, very interesting too. How you know this chaos really brought about the opportunity to do something that perhaps, you know, could have been done much sooner, right? Um, right. Because we're in the space that we're in, it's like, oh, you know, if we can't do an in-person pop-up, then we can put together a showcase and we can highlight dozens of business owners and we can, you know, give away prizes and we can connect it to social media. Wow, you know, and, and that's just kind of where we started, right? You and I have been working on ways to even further develop the idea so that the business owners get even more out of it. Um, I'm so excited to see where it's going to go. Yes, I felt like that was just the beginning, and the, the beginning was amazing. So <laughs> I am to see how the, the next ones turn out. Um, even more views, even more exposure for these black businesses um, to really support one another. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and definitely want to encourage you, too, if you are a Peninsula-based business, um, be on the lookout because the application is circulating via social media already. Um, and there will be more details coming on our August edition, which will focus on peninsula, peninsula-based businesses. So let me ask you this, Verlaine. And actually, if you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today. I'm interviewing Ms. Verlaine Quinney, the founder of the Connect 757. Uh, that is uh, Verlaine Quinney, the founder of the Connect 757. And highly encourage you, if you're a long, young professional, um, to research your organization. Organization and, and take part. I want to know, I know this is a really open-ended question, but what are you seeing and hearing in terms of professionals, young entrepreneurs um, in this, this kind of current climate? What are what are they experiencing? What do you feel like their, their needs are? Um, even just sort of their um, outlook on on continuing in entrepreneurship. Has there been any dialogue around that? Yeah, so um, I periodically do different polls just trying to see what's going on, how people are feeling, what they're thinking about. And I think that people have repeatedly said with like exposure, um, you know, just knowing about opportunities because that seems to be the struggle. People don't really know where to find information to showcase their business or, um, like how do they go about maybe vending at, at different um, events and 
Um, I think it's more of the exposure, but I think if we look at that a little bit further too, it's everything that kind of comes with that. So making sure that we're, you know, stepping outside of the comfort zone to to look up other things in, in the area to actually find those opportunities. But it's very hard, um, I think, for some members. So that, that's my focus is, is to share a lot of events that people can vend at. I know members will share if they have events coming up that people can vend at. Um, getting the resources. I think when, you know, we're hosting events, we're seeing where um, we can assist uh, businesses in other ways. And so that's really how the Better Business came about because we want people to feel confident when they're pitching their business because even if you have the opportunity to uh, promote your business, we want to make sure you feel comfortable and you feel ready to, to give it your all and give it 100% when you do that. So uh, I would say that that's been the, the one that's been repeated is the exposure and getting the word out for the business. Yeah. Yeah, that tends to be our our greatest challenge, right? So we're we're challenged initially with the funding to start the business. Um, right. A lot of times, you know, we haven't accounted for that significant marketing need. If no one knows about us, um, then you know how do how do we grow? I got it. What else do you want to share, Verlaine, pertinent to the Connect Seven Five Seven, or anything else? Yeah, I'm just excited. We have a lot of things in store coming in August, so definitely be on the lookout for some of our events. We'll be bringing the exchange back, and that's our platform where we um, bring in black uh, male professionals, black men, um, to give their opinions and their professional knowledge and background on various topics. So we'll be bringing that back in August. We debuted that first one in July, so... Yeah. And if you were to share your social media handles and things so that folks can connect with you there. Sure. Um, so on Instagram and Facebook, everything is at the Connect 757. On Facebook, we also have a group called Hampton Rose Black Young Professionals and the Connect 757 manages that. And that just allows us to share events, share different businesses, share articles that are relevant to black young professionals. Perfect. Man. Claire, hmm? I'm saying thank you for having me today. <laughs> No, of course. It's it's an honor and a privilege. I hope that we can plan some time to reconnect um, via Black Wall Street today, perhaps later in the year, hopefully on the other side of the crisis, and talk about some in-person events that we're planning. So, again, you know, I just want to salute you for seeing the need and stepping in to um, fill the gap. I know it's not always easy. Um, sometimes we meet with resistance, right, when we're when we're doing something in the community, but you are seeking it out, and um, it's much appreciated. Also, so didn't know you were a Hampton graduate until today. <laughs> so our producer and station manager would be happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Well, shout out to shout out to Hampton you. Hmm? I said thank you for your continuous support too. For sure. 
for sure. Thanks for Elaine. And again, um, if you're interested in attending the upcoming event this weekend that's focused on uh, branding your business and crafting that brand story, um, the connect757.eventbrite.com. So that's T-H-E-C-O-N-N-E-C-T 757.eventbrite.com. We will be back in just a moment with hashtag Money Talk. Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time. The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors. Hey, this is Seiko, DJ Seiko Varner, the producer of this podcast. So when I'm not producing podcasts, I'm actually DJing wedding receptions, corporate events, proms, other formals, and I would love to take care of your special event. So our company is Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. That's www.positivevibes.net. We've been performing for over 25 years, and we would love to bring our expertise and our fun to your special event. Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. Peace and prosperity. When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name. Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers. Are you a 757 business owner? Do you desire to make new connections and grow your community involvement? Could you benefit from taking classes to sharpen your skills? Well, join Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. Completing a membership application is simple. Just click onto our website at www.blackbrand.biz or download the app. We look forward to meeting and building with you soon. WHOV would like to thank Black Brand for its support of WHOV programming. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back. It's Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. It's time for Hashtag Money Talk. This segment is sponsored each week by Apex Financial Group of Virginia. And joining us today is Mr. Michael Gray. How are you doing, sir? Hello there. How are you doing, Blair? Doing good. Very well. I understand we're going to discuss positive and negative interest today. Is that right? Correct. We're going to talk about a positive and negative perspective on interest and how we perceive interest and how we can take advantage of the positive side more so than the negative side. Help us out. Okay, let's start. Okay, it's good to be here again. Uh, So today we're going to talk about something that most of us are really, really, uh, most of the times we're concerned about, we're aware of this. Uh, This is something that impacts all of us. And this is dealing with the interest rate, interest rates that we pay interest that we pay on uh, different types of uh, accounts, whether it be a mortgage, whether it be credit cards, whether it be personal loans, whether it be student loans, uh, you name it. Uh, A lot of times we will borrow money if we have to pay interest. So today, I want to talk about a tool that we can use on both the positive side and also eliminate the negative side. Okay. This tool that I'm going to talk about today is a tool that I think everybody can apply. But before we get into the tool, let's talk about positive interest. What is positive interest? 
positive interest is interest that we refer to as interest that you earn, interest that somebody else, somebody else pays you. For example, uh, you put money into a bank or you put money into an investment account, you earn interest over a year that accumulates, that's positive because you're making interest, you're earning interest, okay? Now, the flip side of that, Blair, is if you have negative interest, negative interest in most cases is what we refer to when you are actually paying others, when you're actually paying interest to others and not to yourself. Very simple, uh, we have to learn how to start paying ourselves more, okay? And if we do that, we'll have a better shot of accumulating wealth and building wealth. So we got positive, that's interest earned, we got negative, that's interest that you pay to others. Now, the tool that we want to talk about today that we need to be aware of, and this is a tool that I would encourage every listener, the next time you go to borrow money or even invest money, look at the interest rate. So the tool that we're going to use that will help us get a clarity on interest or interest rates is the tool of, or the rule of 72. It's a tool that we call the rule of 72. Now, the rule of 72 simply states, uh, you take the interest rate, the interest rate, whatever the interest rate may be, 6%, I'll just use that for an example. You take the interest rate and divide that into 72. So for example, if I was getting an interest rate of 6% on an investment, whether it be at a bank or investment company or a brokerage house, whatever, Wall Street, whatever you want to name it, yeah. if I take 6% and I divide 6 into 72, that will give me 12. Now, what 12 represents is the number of years it would take my money to double itself. So let's give a real example here. Okay. So I go into an investment house, or to a bank or to an institution, and I'm gonna invest $10,000 of my money. And they tell me, Mr. Gray, we're gonna give you 6% interest on your money annually. So when they tell me that, I take six divided into 72, that's 12 years. So that tells me that my $10,000 would take 12 years, okay, in order to double. So in 12 years, my 10,000 goes to 20,000. Just by simply knowing the rule of 72, it would tell you how many years it would take your money to double itself. Okay. And that's why it's important that you get positive interest because if you get negative interest, it can work against you. For example, we can take the same uh, 6% and you can use that towards interest that you pay other people. Uh, let's say if you got a balance, you know, $10,000, your credit card, whatever account you may have, and if you're not reducing that balance, okay, you're just constantly using credit, then, you know, you pay it down and you pay it back up, you pay it down, you pay it back up. But let's say the, the, the balance is still averaging $10,000, and if I'm paying 6% a year, okay, on that account, you can very well say to yourself, if I don't really reduce this balance and give it this balance, I could well be able to pay over, what, over $20,000 because uh, the interest would continue to double because I'm constantly paying interest out. And so that's the negative side. And the reason why we use this tool is because what this does, it gives us clarity, okay, on how to invest our money and what we should expect because you want your money to double. And so with this tool here, uh, this is a good tool to keep us focused on the amount of interest we are earning as well as the amount that we're paying out. Also, too, with this tool, it will give us an opportunity to help us to pay off debt. It will help us to get out of debt. And also, too, there's a very important tool that we also work with individuals on, and this is called not debt relief, but debt forgiveness. Debt forgiveness is when we go to lenders or go to creditors and ask them to forgive some or portion of your debt. And that can be very, very well applied in many cases 
that we can prove hardship. So that forgiveness is actually reducing to that. And so nevertheless, we use this tool because this tool here will help us to uh, have what we call accumulation. We can build wealth. Uh, it'll help us with a better retirement plan. And so we encourage you to use the tool, the tool, which is the rule of 72. Simply take the interest rate, whatever you get, divided by 72, and that will tell you the number of years it would take in order to double your money. So, Blair, does that make sense to you? That makes okay. a lot of sense. Okay, so when you go somewhere and invest money, or you have, uh, let's say, accounts in there, and uh, your, your interest is low, let's say if you're earning 1%, you know, one into 72 is what? 72, so it takes 72 years for your money to double. See, so we gotta look at the interest rate. Yeah. Banks are doing less than that. Yeah, exactly, because you put when you put in taxes and inflation, it could be actually over 140 years, really wow. easy. So, so this is why a lot of times when we retire, we get what I call the retirement shock because we look at our money and say, wow, my money haven't grown. And the reason why I haven't grown is because you may have your money in the wrong places, not earn enough interest. And so that's a very, very important tool, okay, that I would definitely encourage individuals to take a look at. Now, if you just want to have a checkup, uh, come into the office and sit down with me, I'd be more than happy to go into that particular tool and more depth with you. And you can do so by calling for a free consultation today. And that consultation is free. Uh, you don't pay anything. Uh, we'll sit down with you, go over some information with you and see if we can get you on the right track. And we can also further explain how we can implement this tool to help you build and create wealth. So call us today for a free consultation at 757-640-0207. Again, the number is 757-640-0207. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about, Blair, something that affects just about everyone is credit. Uh, what, what we don't do sometimes is we talk about managing money, but also managing money is twofold. Because if you manage your credit right, you will get better interest rates. Okay. You will get better terms. Okay? For example, if your credit is excellent, excellent credit is, you know, 700, 720, 780, you know, in, in that range. Good credit, excellent credit, good credit. You tend to get better, better interest rates. When your credit profile is not good, okay, when it's fair, okay, you get what you call high interest rates. So the higher the rate of interest that you get, that means the bigger the payment, which means what? More interest you pay back. So we also would encourage you uh, not just to look at the rule of 72, but also to, I would encourage you to take a look at credit, credit management. Uh, here we can sit down with you and look at your credit report and see uh, if there are things on your credit report that needs to be taken care of. For example, a lot of times people have low credit scores and they don't know why the credit scores are low. It could be because they're not using credit cards properly. A lot of times uh, individuals could have 600 credit scores and the scores could be well over 700 if they learn how to just manage revolving credit lines. Uh, a lot of times you have uh, things on your credit that's damaging, uh, things that, that that's impacting your credit. It could be negative things like late charge offs. Things like this can have an impact on your credit, which also spills over into the interest that you're going to pay on a car loan, a mortgage, credit cards, and all the other things that you actually go and borrow money with. It can have a negative effect. So again, that's another item that most folks don't never take time to look at, but it's very important because again, that's going to establish the credit interest rate you get from institutions. So again, if you're interested in that, uh, you want to say, well, Mr. Graham, I'm going to sit down with you and you can talk to me about my credit management. And notice I say credit management because you have to manage credit just like you manage money. Right. If you're interested in that, please give us a call today. Again, at 
640-0207. And uh, just to give you an idea, Blair, uh, about 75% of our population have some type of credit issues, okay, when it comes to credit reports. That's amazing, but it's a high number. And these things can affect what we get uh, in reference to interest rates. So does that make sense to you as well, Blair? That is making sense. Yeah. Okay. So thinking about get, how COVID nineteen helped to expose a lot of these issues, you know, um, folks losing their incomes and uh, perhaps not being able to access credit because it hadn't been properly managed. So it's making a lot of sense. Yeah. So again, this is something that you're right. Uh, because of COVID nineteen, a lot of people have experienced uh, some hardship, and uh, credit probably have, uh, you know, probably have suffered a lot. And but again, you get back on the right track. Okay. Sure. You get back on the right track through, you know, restoring, rebuilding, and correcting it. So, again, uh, I encourage you to take a look at that as well. And last but not least, uh, for those who uh, want to just have a free checkup, uh, whether it be on insurance, whether you have the new or old insurance, old insurance basically is insurance that don't have living benefits. That's insurance policies that run out. Uh, we have new plans now that run well over 100, 100, 100 years, uh, plans that give you living benefits that pays money to you while you're living. Uh, we have estate planning. Uh, if you want to look at estate planning real quick, we'll show you how to make sure that you avoid probate. Wills put you in probate. Uh, 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 trust will keep you out of probate. Uh, we also uh, like to talk to you about uh, product uh, that we use here at Apex, and uh, we help you with retirement planning, college planning. But last but not least, uh, we also have what we call a free Social Security checkup. With this checkup, you can uh, look at your Social Security benefits to see if you're getting the maximum benefit. There are a lot of people out there right now, Blair, that are leaving money on the table when it comes to Social Security. They're not maximum benefits, okay? And the reason for that then is because they're not using strategies. We have over 15 to 20 different strategies that we can that we can that we can implement to see if we can help raise help raise your Social Security benefit. And again, uh, that's worth the call because uh, a lot of times we get individuals that say, "Well, I didn't know this," and sometimes we're able to raise their amount of benefit just by calling in for a Social Security checkup. And again. It's a lot of money, Blair, to stuff on the table when it comes to Social Security because people just don't know. But, again, if you want all these different types of plans and a Social Security checkup, give us a call at 757-640-0207. The consultation is free. Uh, It it takes just an hour, and we can pretty much make recommendations on any of these topics that I've talked about, and that way you can at least know exactly where you're at. And, uh, again, take time to plan for your future. Take time to plan for your financial assets. Take time to plan because sometimes we don't do that. But I'm going to offer this consultation again free. Uh, the number here again is 757-640-0207. Now, Blair, any questions or any comments or statements you want to make in reference to some of the topics that I've talked about uh, this afternoon? No, I'm just excited that you exist as a resource, not just here, you know, in our in our broadcast area, but all across the country. Folks can call in and, and have this complimentary conversation with you, and you're able to provide assistance. I think this is fantastic. Um, I know that financial literacy is one of the key challenges in our community, so I just appreciate the, the time that you've put in. Um, and certainly the energy that you give this particular uh, platform week after week. Okay, well, again, uh, take advantage of it because, like I said, during COVID-19, Blair, there's a lot of people that, you know, they, 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 they tend to be more, you know, worried about their financial conditions, their financial assets, their retirement, uh, their accounts. 
again, we can help you resolve some of that anxiety or that worry by calling us today at 757-640-0207. And we'll be more than happy to sit down with you and see if we can get you back on the right track, whether it be Rule 72, whether it be credit management, whether it be looking at estate planning, uh, whether it be looking at Social Security uh, maximization or the old insurance versus new, whatever the situation may be, give us a call today and Perfect. we're happy to sit down and talk with you, okay? All right, so much. Okay. This has been Hashtag Money Talk. It's been brought to you by Apex Financial Group of Virginia, 757-640-0207 for your complimentary consultation. We'll be back in just a moment. The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own earning power over the years. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages. We know you love jazz music. So, let's try some jazz music with a little R&B flavor. Jazz music with a little trap flavor. Jazz and Caribbean. Hey, we mix it up. So, online, look for Grandpa Crunk and enjoy the great jazz music. Grandpa Crunk. Jazz music. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back. It's the 91st edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Uh, we're continuing in our Best in Black Business series with Ms. Ebony Young. Ebony Princess Young, a former math and science teacher in the Portsmouth Public School System, has grown to be a prominent, respected, and loved dance instructor, coach, and choreographer. Ebony has trained with renowned professionals Thaddeus Hayes, Inez Howard, Albert Watson, and Lorraine Grace. Throughout her dance career, she's been blessed to grace the stage with national celebrities and brands such as Steve Harvey, Teddy Riley, and Blackstreet, Magoo, DJ Cole, David and Tamala Mann, Shirley Murdoch, P. Diddy, Carnival Cruises, Royal Caribbean Cruises, the Harlem, Harlem Globetrotters, the Universal Circus, and many others. For the past 16 years, Ebony has owned Dance Dimensions, a dance and music academy located in Norfolk. She, along with her business partner, Terry Butler, have trained hundreds of students from diverse backgrounds, sharing with them their love and appreciation for performing arts. Together, they believe in encouraging creativity, demanding discipline, and challenging students physically as well as mentally. Ebony's innovative methods of instruction has helped to make her an effective instructor for students of various levels of dance. Ebony, welcome, welcome. How are you? Hi, Blair. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so much. I have to tell you, we were all so impressed with your presentation and your location during our recent business showcase. Kudos to you. Um, oh, that was working. so fun. Yeah, it was great to have you. But just a huge shout out to you on um, really working to build your passion into a dynamic business. Can you talk with us about everything you have going on at Dance Dimensions? I can. Um, Dance Dimensions, well, like I said, this is our, well, like you said, this is our sweet 16, our 16th year in business. I know time flew, but we have had a ball. Um, 
we offer all forms of dance, ballet, jazz, tap, lyrical, hip-hop. I don't want to forget anything. Point. We have African. We've had belly dancers to come through. Um, Heels. That's the new thing now. So, yeah. Anything you can think of. Mixed fit. We have the fitness classes. Hold on. Pause, 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 pause. What is heels? Oh, heels? Oh, my goodness. Come on, Claire. We got to get you on a heels class. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, most of the heels classes um, are for beginners. But we do have classes where, uh, you know, the the experience wants to come in. But it's basically a self-confidence class. So you come in, you, you wear, you know, stuff that you wouldn't wear with eyes on you. You know, basically, yeah, it's just a little uh, role-playing situation. You want to come through and feel sexy for an hour or so, you do that. You come through. And the heels are always optional. So we'll teach a a, a routine. And um, whether you perform it in your heels or not, it's up to you. But some people, they don't get, you know, 100% comfortable moving around in their heels. But for the most part, they do. And by the time the class is over... They feel in there, Sasha Fierce, you know, they're off the ego. So um, yeah. we have, uh, I've taught a couple of those classes myself. I love dancing in heels. That's, that's what uh, my hot ice girls do in Norfolk State anyways. Mm. But we also have Tierra um, Butler. She's um, the founder of Exotica. It's a, it's a heels company as well. She comes here and teaches her classes every now and then. Let me add. And then we yeah. have. Go ahead. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, oh, we have one more, uh, Candice. She's a, her program is called Hot Heels, H-A-U-T-E. Okay. I hope I said that right, Candice. But, yeah, she comes through with the heels classes as well. Okay. Wow. So let me ask this. Do you offer couples dance instruction? Like if a couple wants to learn to tango, if they want to learn ballroom uh, dancing. I have offered couples private lessons. Yeah. Okay. We do offer that. We have class. We have um, group sessions. That's what most of the participation is. So we also offer private lessons for whether it be couples. Uh, I've done a mother and a daughter. They wanted to come in and do something, and I've done one-on-one. So we, we do customize the lessons. That's huge. Bye, now, I am just talking about dance, but I want everybody to make sure they know that we do offer piano voice as well. Um, we did have drum set lessons at one point in time, but our instructor, um, he was to grad school. So hopefully okay. we'll get another one in. And um, Mr. Butler, Mr. Terry Butler, mm-hmm. extraordinaire, piano extraordinaire. He is an instructor at Norfolk State University. He's my business partner, and he's piano voice at the studio. Amazing. So dance, piano, and voice. I love it. What? Yeah. Tell me about the inspiration behind starting a studio. Is this like when I grow up, not only do I want to be, you know, a professional dancer, but I also want to teach dance? Or is this something that you came into later? Yeah, so glad this was. This was a dream of mine, probably since like middle school. Um, all I can ever remember is making up dance. Like um, when I see those girls sitting at home doing it videos on TikTok and stuff like that. I, I just see myself all over again. But um, I can remember anytime I'm left by myself or I was at a sleepover or something like that, I'm always 
getting everybody together, teaching the dance. Come on, y'all, let's learn this routine. And then we'll show the parents at the end of the night or something like that. It's the teaching and the performing, it was it was just always a passion of mine. I have no idea where it came from. Um, but dance is the, the thing in our family. My mom danced as well. She actually had a dance um, when I was born. She had a, a dance troupe um, called the Avenue Teachers, as a matter of fact. And a, a lot of uh, the dance teachers in the area were a part of her dance troupe. Uh, it's funny to see us all teaching other kids nowadays. The, the legacy continues, as you would say. Mm-hmm. But since middle school, I've always said that I wanted my own studio. And I I did want to dance professionally as well. So thankfully, I was able to do both of those. And when what happened with the studio, um, when I graduated college, I did I didn't major in dance, but I did continue to study dance. I was a, a graduate of the Governor's School for the Arts. Okay. As well as a, um, a student at the Governor's Magnet School. It was a, a summer program mm-hmm. that uh, was at the University of Richmond. I trained in dance all through school. I took dance classes at ODU, Norfolk State. And I continued to train as I was in college. But when I was in college, I majored in chemistry. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I loved math and science. I was all over the place. So when I graduated from Norfolk State, um, the jobs weren't coming as quick as I thought they were in my field. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, let's, let's go ahead and get this studio started. And I swear to you not, the week I opened up the studio, one of the school systems called me. It was like, ready to teach. Oh, <laughs> so wow. It all happened at the same time. I started uh, teaching in Portsmouth Public Schools and um, opened up the studio within like the same week. And uh, it, was, it was rough. But the incident is still here 16 years later. And um, eight years into teaching at the, the school, I realized my passion was at the studio. And Thankfully, God was able to, to uh, provide, and I'm able to do that full-time now. So, I am wow. a full-time business owner, yes. Do you ever miss teaching? I do. Yeah. I do. Do you um, find ways to connect with the with the young people in other areas? I already know the answer. Yeah. Yes, but and I love, <laughs> I love when my dance students come to me with, with homework issues. Oh. <laughs> I, can, I can tap back into my math and science here. Yeah, wow. so they'll they'll text me like pictures of their homework and stuff like that, and ask ask questions. So that's an that. incredible have, story, though, Ebony. Wow. Yeah, you, you never know. You never know. I I had no idea I would be doing both of them, but the studio was definitely a goal and a dream of mine. Yeah. Let's talk about, I love to ask this question because I really believe that some of the best advice about entrepreneurship rests with entrepreneurs, right? Some people are sitting Mm -hmm. in college classes thinking they're going to learn how to run businesses. Um, But when you Mm -hmm. talk with somebody who's been there, done that, you know, you get some nuggets that you can't always get from a textbook. So what would you say to someone who, you know, may find themselves not in their dream environment, you know. They're working a job, but really they want to start a business. What advice would you give them um, in terms of making that transition? 
Um, I would definitely say to set goals. Um, don't get frustrated. It's not a, a, a easy transition. But once you do it, you, you got to be, you got to have faith and you got to be courageous enough to step out on that faith. Um, yeah, once you, once you set a plan and, you know, just make sure you stay on top of yourself, um, achieving those, those short-term goals and just never give up on it. And it's inevitably, it definitely will happen and stay, stay educated, try to get educated. Um, I'm still learning stuff myself. I learn something every day regarding business and especially with this pandemic and uh, trying to revamp everything going virtual this was this was a a scary transition with someone who owns their business and um yeah doesn't have any like backup situations so definitely just set a plan hit those goals and um keep safe yeah I really like your advice to set goals um, because sometimes it feels like an all or nothing kind of thing. But if we mm-hmm. set goals that are progressive, then we can perhaps make a much smoother transition into full-time entrepreneurship than we did if we just kind of like, you know, depleted our savings in 401k, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe we need to start the business small, let it earn mm-hmm. some revenue, you know what I mean? And kind of um, go about it in a, again, in a more progressive fashion than just to kind of, I love that. I think um, definitely. And uh, I found that it was very important to have uh, mentors in business as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's something that I've, I've definitely benefited from. So find someone that even if they're not in the same field that you want to go in, find someone that has their own business and, you know, shadow them. Make sure you have um, time with them. Give them give them your questions. And, you know, you. I'm good for learning through other folks' mistakes. Yeah. I'm not the one that wants to go out there and, you know, just be gung-ho. I'm, I'm always in that cautious one, so... There's so many. You can learn from other mistakes to do that. Mm-hmm. hmm A lot of different viewpoints on finding a mentor, right? I've heard it said that, you know, a mentor is not something you ask for. It's something that you earn. Um, mm. You know, the, it's almost like you have to attract a mentor. You can't just go knock on somebody's door and say, can you mentor me? Has that been your right. experience or have you found that when you ask for help, people have been willing to help? Or And then in answering that question, also think about and talk about your own mentorship. Like, so are you working with um, the next generation to provide mentorship? Hmm. Um, I've, I've actually seen both situations like I've I've been in a situation where I approached someone and had questions and they really didn't um, you know have the time or the energy to to deal with me or you know they they had goals of their own or things of their own that they were working on so I I definitely understand that but I've also had the ones that would just come out of nowhere and be like I see I see what you're trying to do Uh, let me let me give you this bit of advice and da 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 and those are the ones that 
that you know are, are God sent, you know. So um, I'm thankful for all of the advice that I've gotten and my mentors that I can just get on the phone and call. I may not need anything from them, but just knowing that they're there, mm-hmm. that I can, you know, call on them when I want to. That's, that's just gratitude within itself. Now, um, passing on my knowledge, I try to do so as much as possible. I, I just, <laughs> it's funny that you said that because I just shared on my Instagram page yesterday, uh, like three of my students have started um, little businesses, little entrepreneurship um, ideas on their pages. So I shared on my page, I think one is making lip gloss and scrubs. The other one is uh, making beads. You know, they're getting creative during the pandemic and I love it. And um, we have a, a program that we have at Dance Dimension and it's, it's also affiliated with the Alumni Hot Ice of Louisville State University, the Ice for Life Foundation. Mm-hmm. Our program is called Perfectly Pretty, and we mentor middle and high school girls that um, have a love for dance, basically. And we mentor them in a lot of different areas. We've had seminars where we had business owners to come in and talk, talk to them about owning businesses, how to start a business. We've had seminars on healthy relationships and um, a little bit of everything. I can't even, we've had so many, I can't even think of them all. We but, are um, up of time. Gosh, this oh, dang. is normally the fastest <laughs> hour of my week. <laughs> Ebony, you have, you are incredible. I definitely look forward to having you um, back on the show. And I want to thank you for your efforts in our community. Um, just know that it does not go unnoticed or or unappreciated for sure can you really an honor where where can folks find more information about the about the studio real quick um on social media you can find us on instagram at dance dimensions va uh same as facebook dance dimensions va i'm on facebook ebony young um, and the website is www.dancedimensionsva.org. Dancedimensionsva.org. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Ebony. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency, Apex Financial Group of Virginia, and the COO team. Very grateful to our sponsors. And a special thank you to our guests, Verlaine Quinney, the Connect 757, as well as Ebony Young of Dance Dimensions, uh, Dance Dimensions VA. Org. Um, thank you again for tuning in to Black Wall Street today, where we're building minds, we're building connections, and we're forging the path ahead toward business success in the Black community. We'll talk next week. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram, and then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. 
Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.